0: Coming up on this episode of Tar Heel Runners.
1: And I, I used um, your recovery meetings and running to really help me, you know, create a new life. And I, I like to say that running saved my life, and then it actually gave me a life. I'm going to go from the lowest land elevation to the highest elevation on all seven continents over these next two years. I call this project 5.8 because in fact it's only 5.8 vertical miles from the lowest place on earth to the highest. You know, we're in this together already, whether you want to be or not. It's in everybody's best interest for, you know, to go out there and do hard things and to test yourself and to learn more about yourself.
0: Before we get into the interview, I want to set a little context Charlie and I had this conversation just uh, literally a few days before he left for his 5.8 trip for the Africa portion of that trip. And so some of the things that that he's talked about has either already happened or he's in the middle of right now. So just keep that in mind. Um, It was just awesome that he took the time out literally while he was on the road getting some things for the trip uh, to talk with me and so i appreciate him taking the time to do that oh, gosh well thank you for taking time to to talk today um i really do want to honor that i know you have a lot going on so i do re- really do want to honor your time so um so the- yeah
1: well i'm happy to you know we can follow this up when i get back from africa i am i am quite literally my son is driving me to um Pick up a, a new bike that I'm getting today, and then he's uh, off. We are we are scrambling like crazy to get ready because I I also have a Spartan race this weekend that I'm race directing. So on on top of everything else, I got to go to West Virginia this weekend, and then and then come back on Sunday and leave Monday for Africa.
0: <laughs> These small things in your schedule, right?
1: Yeah, it's, you know I asked for it, so <laughs> I'm not complaining.
0: Well, cool now I'm familiar with your story because I read your book running man last year um, and I think that obviously it's just a small part of your story can you give us a little bit a, a thumbnail sketch of of your story
1: yeah thanks for thanks for having me on I, I appreciate you reading the book too it's been a it's been a fun journey with that book and the you know the audiobook it's quite funny. I think so many runners like to listen to audiobooks these days. So I, I think my my audio sales are probably better than my book sales. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, honestly, but, I, think uh, I, I think I think I listened to, to half to, to most of it while I was running. So you're right. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, it's a good way to do it. Pass the time. So yeah, my story is. You know, look—it's like most of us. It's this long journey of of highs and lows, and you know, really amazing things and some pretty difficult things. And you know, in short, I was—I uh, grew up in North Carolina, and I was uh, a pretty bad alcoholic and drug addict in my 20s. And you know, life was pretty complicated at that point. And you know, I was a fairly high achiever during that time, so I would I would be the top salesman or you know whatever at the at the job I was doing. But on the other side, I was you know kind of destroying myself, and it it took you know it really took the birth of my first son uh, when I was 29 to bring me to a place where I knew I had to make a change, and if I didn't, I I wasn't going to be around. You know, for his life, and and so at 29, I I managed to stop, and I I used um, your know, recovery meetings and running to really help me, you know, create a new life. And I, I like to say that running saved my life, and then it actually gave me a life. That's after awesome. that, and so yeah, and I mean, I went to UNC Chapel Hill, so I'm a Tar Heel through and through, and. And, uh, you know, it wasn't Carolina's fault that I <laughs> that I struggled with addiction. But, you know, but a college campus is, a, you know, if you have certain problems, it's a difficult place to, you know, to straighten those out. So, you know, but I'm very um today I'm 27 years clean and sober. Oh, and,
0: congratulations. you know, I've been.
1: Thank you. And I've been, you know, I've been adventuring all over the world for pretty much that entire 27 years. And a lot of people know, you know, as you read in the book, and if if, if people have heard of me at all, it tends to be around, you know, the run across the Sahara Desert, uh, where, you know, me and two buddies uh, took a very long run, almost 5000 miles across Africa, and And I actually ran nearly 50 miles a day for over 100 days straight. And uh, Matt Damon was involved in that project. And Mm -hmm. uh, we made a film and created uh, H2O Africa, which today is known as as Water.org. So it's the world's largest clean water nonprofit. And, you know, I feel incredibly fortunate to, to be living here in North Carolina. And doing all the, the things I've been able to do, and you know, life's good.
0: That's awesome. I, yeah, that's. Um, I did watch the movie after I think I got to that part of the book, and I was like, "It's got to be on Amazon. It's got to be on Amazon." Um, and uh, <laughs> I just thought it was awesome.
1: Yeah, well, the the movie is the movie is interesting, right? Because it's a you know, like all movies, especially documentaries, it's a it's a snapshot of what happened and not you know, and not the whole story. And, you know, I, I hope that uh, the story showed people that, you know, the goal, the goal should always be cultural exploration, it should be, you know, learning more about yourself and the environment you live in and the people you're surrounded by. And um, it doesn't mean that it's always easy, or, you know, I mean, I think in the film, I was, I was probably the I was the good guy and I was also the villain. And, you know, it, it sort of depended on your own life experience, you know, how you viewed me in that film. And my attitude is that it's a great conversation starter. And my hope is always that when people meet me in person or when I meet them, that it's all just a fresh start and that we get to know each other, you know, by actually interacting.
0: Yeah. It's something that that we don't do it um, live these days. We do it through tweets or posts and so forth and, and not yeah. actually getting to know yeah. people for, for who they are.
1: Um, yeah, well that's why I belong to running clubs, you know, and that's why I run with people. It's a it's a community, it's uh, it's so many amazing things, you know, it's about fellowship and community more than it is about running, at least for me.
0: Are you you said running clubs uh, is there a club or two that, that you're a part of here in North Carolina?
1: Well, there's one uh, in Raleigh called Runology. There's a store there and, you know, I support them because uh, they support uh, healing transitions, which is the treatment center homeless shelter uh, at the old Dorothea Dix park in Raleigh, North Carolina. And You know, just two weeks ago, I ran for 27 hours out there to celebrate my 27-year sober anniversary, and, you know, that store, that Runology store, really does a great job of supporting me and the community. Um, There's, of course, the Ultra Running Company in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, that my friend Nate Lehman runs, Mm -hmm. Um, and he's just amazing, and then I run with a few Fleet Feet groups out in Umstead Park. You know, and there's a New Balance store over here near where I live, and I run with those guys some too. And it's, I think that's just it, man. Running is a, you know, it, it's just such a community thing, and people look forward to getting together with their friends and sharing some miles together and catching up on the week. And, you know, it's one of my favorite things.
0: Yeah, that is that is awesome. Yeah, I, th- I thought about you this weekend. I moved my daughter into into her apartment this past weekend for college in Raleigh. And I was like, I was like, Charlie's near here. I know he's near here. Um, so that's cool. Um, now you have, you mentioned a bunch of your adventures. You obviously have a big adventure coming up. Tell us, tell us a little bit about that big adventure.
1: I, I do. Yeah. Thanks so much. I'm glad I was able to get home with you today, but uh, I appreciate your understanding that time was short because I'm I'm so close to my the beginning of my 5.8 uh, global adventure series. And in fact, I leave in just a few days for Africa for leg number one of this series. And in short, I'm going to go from the lowest land elevation to the highest elevation on all seven continents over these next two years. And so what that means for Africa is I'm starting on the coast of East Africa in Djibouti. And there's a a lake there that has the lowest land elevation, and I will actually do a free dive in the lake, come back up, or at least I hope I come back up, (laughs) and uh, swim back to shore where I'll start running, biking, kayaking, and climbing all the way across Ethiopia, Kenya, Tanzania, and up to the top of uh, Kilimanjaro. And it's about 2,000 miles, the entire journey. And it's going to take me about a month. And I'm just incredibly excited to get started. And next will be South America and uh, then Australia and Europe. And then, of course, North America, which is a really tough one because it's it's from Death Valley. It's actually from Badwater, which Mm -hmm. most runners are familiar with Badwater. It's from that location all the way up the coast through... Canada and Alaska to Mount McKinley and then Antarctica. And then the final expedition is from the lowest place on the planet, the Dead Sea, uh, all the way to the top of Mount Everest. Mm. And that one's nearly 5,000 miles. And that's going to be a crazy one. Now, luckily I don't have to worry about that one to the beginning of 2021, but the, the, the distance between, The Dead Sea and Everest is about 4,500 miles or so, but I call this project 5.8 because in fact, it's only 5.8 vertical miles from the lowest place on earth to the highest. So from the Dead Sea to Everest, if you stack them on top of each other, it's only 5.8 vertical miles. Only you and me. and Yeah, well, everybody living on the planet lives in this little tiny 5.8 mile sliver of atmosphere that that surrounds us. And Mm. like... You know, we're in this together already, whether you want to be or not, you know, we're all part of this, the same little piece of atmosphere. And we do need to do a good job, a better job of taking care of it. And, and just as with Sahara, I launched water.org. Um, I'm launching, I have launched green.org uh, with in conjunction with this race series, this run series rather. And, you know, people can check out green.org if they want to follow the adventure. You know, uh, T-Mobile is one of my big sponsors and Dick Sporting Goods. And I'm going to have the equipment available to hopefully do lots of updates along the way. And, um, you know, just my website, charlieingle.com will take you to all of the social media platforms from YouTube to Instagram to Facebook. So whatever whatever platform you prefer. That's a good way to get to it. And, uh, you know, I hope that you and and your listeners decide to come along on this journey with me.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'm, we're de- I know I'm definitely going to be following along and, and keeping track of things. And, and I, I appreciate what you said, because as far as, uh, you're talking about green.org. Um, one of the things I was wondering about was your motivation. It sounds like, that's going to have the answers for that in many ways. Some of the, some of the reasons behind what you're doing, it's not just because you want to go do crazy stuff, but it's also to, to improve the lives of of all of us who are living within that 5.8. Um, and, and some specific people obviously in there. So uh,
1: yeah, no doubt, no doubt, Mike. And, and, you know, look, and I do, I appreciate what you just said very much. And I, I always believe in attaching a greater good, a greater cause. But I also like to remind people that it is like, uh, you know, it's in everybody's best interest for, you know, to go out there and do hard things and to test yourself and to learn more about yourself. And so, you know, while doing things for nonprofit is fantastic, it's also great to be reminded that, you know, you are your best nonprofit. (laughs) And if you're not, if you're not out there actively trying to improve yourself in some way. And for me, that means seeing more of the world. If you're not doing that, then what are you doing? You know, because you can't, you have to, if you have a hope of helping other people, you know, you also need to honor yourself and your own commitment to, health and fitness and also being just part of this planet where we all live.
0: Yes sir. Wow, that is awesome. Well, we're definitely going to be keeping track of of your journey. Uh I've got a, a couple more questions. One is since you are part of North Carolina culture, uh, is it uh vinegar-based or bar or or tomato-based barbecue? <laughs> you know what, man, you're asking the wrong guy. Oh, so that's it's right. Not,
1: uh... Yeah, if it's not beyond meat, uh, then uh, I'm. But I, look, I will tell you. You know, I grew up in North Carolina, so I certainly grew up eating, you know, barbecue. And I will answer you in the way that my grandmother would be very proud of, and that would be the the answer would be vinegar based, one yeah. hundred percent. I don't even I don't even understand the other concept. So <laughs> while 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 I don't eat it, while I don't eat it anymore. Uh, and I'm not going to say that before I depart this earth that I'll never have another barbecue sandwich, but um, but yeah. So I I I vote for vinegar base, but also in the green dot org uh, category, I I encourage people to check out some of the alternatives out there, just in case uh, there might be something cool.
0: Absolutely, yeah. I asked that of of somebody else, and she was like, uh, "I'll go with the slaw." and I was like there you go that's yeah. the answer <laughs> that's the answer so um, hey thank you so much for taking time to to talk today I really appreciate that and uh, I wish you all the very best
1: no man thank you for having me and you know I'll be back at the end of September and just reach back out and it'd be my pleasure to come join you again anytime yeah. and hopefully we can we can go for a run sometime
0: sounds great sounds great alright buddy take all care alright right. thanks so much Charlie bye all right, bye. Hey, Charlie. Thanks so much for taking time out of your busy schedule just before your big trip uh, to, talk to, uh, to talk to all the runners here in North Carolina. Uh, we're rooting for you. We're excited for you. Uh, at the time of the posting of this podcast, you have already landed in Africa and have already overcome one of your biggest challenges with your bike. I won't give away the story, but if you are listening to this, please go over and check out charlieingle.com and uh, follow him on his incredible journey and and keep up with what's going on. Uh, You're truly our inspiration, Charlie. Thanks again, buddy. Hey, can you do me a favor? Please subscribe to and review this podcast on your podcast app. This helps spread the word about all the incredible runners and places to run here in the Tar Heel State. I really appreciate it. And remember to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Tar Heel Runners. Until next time, get out there and run.